This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My talkers, it is hump day. We are in the final hour of hump day, which is kind of a good feeling. We're almost through the week here, you guys. Lori is in with us, and we've got a special guest host to hang out with us for the next hour. So let's say hi to her real quick. It's Brittany Witch. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's five. When did that even happen? Time flies. That's what happens when you pay me in dots. I'm very happy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, okay, um... So it's starting, you guys. What? I noticed it started today on every morning show. Um, the hype, the news, uh-huh. the stories yes. about the Super Bowl ads uh, started today. Okay, January, when is the Super Bowl? Uh, the four, 13th, the 13th, the Sunday, the 13th, the day before Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, so that's about right, yeah. right? It's about two, three, two, weeks, three, three weeks. weeks out. So, yeah. um, uh, this was on uh, GMA this morning. They were giving us a sneak peek of all the Super Bowl ads. And um, guess who's doing an AT&T commercial together? Oh, I saw this. Did you see this? Yeah, I won't say anything. They, yeah. uh, one is an ex-wife and one is a current wife. And they went to the same high school about, you know, 25 years apart. Okay. Um, uh, their mutual husband is from Iowa. Always thought he was going to be a big movie star, but never really got past his sitcom, that 70s show. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So we're talking about Ashton Kutcher That's as the right. connector here. That's right. So Mia, uh, Mila Kunis and uh, Demi. That's right. right. They, right. Are, they are doing, they, they can get together for the sake of a big, beautiful check, all right? They star in this, it's going to start airing this week at some internet, fiber internet commercial. And it will air during Super Bowl LVI, which is 56, if you don't know Roman numerals, which I do not know. I know. I always have to, like, uh, was it me and you, Grant, yes. the other day had to, like, yes. suss one out? Yes, yeah. it was, yes. Cannot, just so it's Super Bowl 56. And anyway, they're at a high school reunion of sorts. Clearly, you know, it's different generations. And then the ad both. Women expect to win the most admired alum, and it's kind of a you know golly gee. I thought it looked pretty cute, but I'm like, yeah, fun. who would have ever thought? Because, I mean, to me, I mean, I Ashton Kutcher broke her heart, Demi Moore. I know, and he was in love. He was always going to break her heart. When well, they got married, we knew it wasn't yeah, going to last. He was yeah. a young man in lust with one of his all-time yes. favorite women. That's We've right. All young men have all been there before. That's right, <laughs> right. And it was just uh, anyway they 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 were together, and then you know I think he really broke her heart. So anyway, but now they're both. Uh, 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 they both. Have, they are, must be doing okay if they're like, all right, let's make a joke of this. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I. 
Now, when is the Super Bowl? What are we, three weeks away? Yeah, something Just like that. under three weeks. It's the 13th. 13th, so it's about, mm-hmm. what, two and a half weeks away? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I know. I just keep... Fe- I- and there, she uses the word gig... Giglinaires? Giglinaire. Okay. Oh, the, so like a millionaire, but like a gigla. Well, because he's in the whole, I think um, Ashton Kutcher is in the tech industry yeah, and yeah, owning yeah. all kinds of tech yeah, companies. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's a giglinaire, like a gigabyte, I'm guessing. Yes, is a giglinaire. Thank you. They're trying to make that word happen. No. I don't know. It's I not going to happen. So. Especially with what happened with crypto. I know, right? Right? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. So anyway, and that, okay, so now what have we heard lately? I've been gone. Yeah, yeah. What? Why are Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez so low-key right now? You're so right. Why? Question. Why do we, she's, you know, we have not seen them pop up together. I know she's not in, I mean, it's just, I just wonder, like, you know, I don't know, maybe they just decided they had to dial it back. Okay, so. With his, the the, the PR thing, that whatever Oh, happened. yeah, because that was the last kind of implode thing that happened is when he was talking about, um, he basically ex-wife. was drinking because his ex-wife he was didn't make him happy. It was her fault. He yes. drank. Is how it came out. Yeah, <laughs> and it brought horribly. up and it brought up all the shades. Well, Jennifer and her friends and family about how for years he blamed that he had a bad career. Yeah, slump for a while because he dated her. Mm-hmm. He likes oh. to pass the buck for sure. Yeah. Side note, and we're don't, I'm totally tangenting right now. Did not even realize that he was in the last duel until about halfway through the last duel. He's really? so great in the last duel. He's Is that so dilettante kind of foppish? He looks insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did a really good job. But it was one of those things where I was like, and I was like, "Is that Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck? Because you know it's Matt He's... Damon, Adam Driver. They get the you know the two right. big headliners." But then you realize, oh yeah, and then Ben Affleck, you know, he he's he's the only good, really good thing besides the music and the fashion and the tender bar. That's what I hear. Yeah, and the last duel, they should have released House of Gucci, the Ridley Scott movie, in September, Fashion Month, and the last duel, Ridley Scott movie, also both of them story and Driver in November. Yeah, yeah, because I agree. people would have gone to the theater. They would have been impressed with it. Last Duel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but what you're saying before, I do think there's something. Suspect. So, I think, is it just is the they're low key in it right now? Okay, so I do think there was that whole blew up in their face. Now, when was the last? Wait, how many years ago was she the Super Bowl? Was that three, like three years three, ago? Three years ago. Because yeah, what I associate when I think about the Super Bowl and her, I think about a Rod jumping around in the crowd. Oh, that just made made us sick. I know. Yeah, it made me think that they actually loved each other, like that it was going to work because he was like so supportive at the time. Oh, we ne- I, Julian and I never liked those two together. We never felt any heat. I couldn't yeah. imagine any heat. But I just thought there was something no about sexual chemistry at <laughs> all. It was just nice to see a man yeah, celebrate yeah. Uh, the the extreme success yeah. of uh, you know being in the shadow of his woman and enjoying it. I think it, it was more that he was on the field. Yeah, where he never would have ever been invited, even though he was Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Yes. So that was really we I, brushed it off is that he was just excited <laughs> at the access that he got. You're right. Like his girlfriend. Guy, yeah. You guys are yeah. hanging out with Cobra too much. You're jaded. No, when did you guys get that. so jaded? It wasn't that. We just didn't feel the heat just with those two. didn't feel the heat. Well, then look. Yeah, there was more heat with their breakup than yeah. there was with their makeup. And, you know, Jennifer Garner never said one thing about anything when he went but on ben the Affleck, Howard yeah, Stern, yeah. Stern interview. And she doesn't and need to. That's the thing. She, she did that Vanity Fair interview 
like a couple years after they got divorced, where she said, "Bless his heart" yeah. about his back tattoo, <laughs> yeah. and, that's and that enough. was about that was about everything hinting at a thing. Yeah. And anyway, she uh, she. Uh, you know, she kind of, I think, is like became an Instagram star during the pandemic. Yeah, she's really she has all those little videos that are really cute and cooking and making stuff. bagels and all yeah. Things. Anyway, she delivered and uh, you know a, a, bun- a bunch of uh, delicious homemade cookies to nurses and doctors at the uh, at the USC Medical Center. Um, and she's just like just love her that way. We gotta figure mm-hmm. out why. Better for 2.0 is being so quiet. I don't know. She's the only thing I can find about her is that the new coach ads are out and she's doing a version of a Canadian tuxedo, which Grant is denim on denim. Yep. Oh, I know a Canadian okay, tuxedo. Oh, yeah. And it's a wide leg cropped jean with a jean jacket, oh. a bra, and then a baseball cap. Lovely. So, kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. She's a good face for coach or whatever, yeah. but that's all I can find. I'm like, where have these two been? They've yeah, not they been t- making any appearances anywhere. I'm so Maybe glad you brought that up. Maybe he's filming somewhere. I don't know. I'm going to get to the bottom of it. You find out. Uh, by the way, you guys, this is just kind of sweet um, news. It's very... Do you guys like watch Shark Tank? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, like that is Casey's... Like, his, it's his jam, yeah. Just for mindless, that's yeah, his mindless real TV. housewife that he loves yeah. watching Shark Tank. So Mark Cuban um, has started, I mean, and he's, would we call him a billionaire? Oh, he yeah, he became a billionaire when he sold his travel company and bought the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. So he, uh, he launched an online pharmacy called Mark Cuban Cost Plus Drug Company that's selling generic drugs. There's only about 100 right now. To the general public at wholesale prices. Okay, and he's collects a like a flat fifteen percent fee and like a three dollar pharmacist fee. But it it I mean it you know is like kind of amazing. But um, with that's like a big thing for people's prescription. I mean I that's know people awesome. that go to Canada for mm-hmm. this, and he's gonna. So this is like his new thing. That I mean there's. I mean, there's been out now price gouging. Yes, that oh, one yeah. guy Scarelli went to prison. Mm-hmm. They price gouge for diabetes, insulin. insulin. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what's wild Sky about- Rizzy is another thing mm-hmm. that's like a life saving thing that. How can something cost eighteen thousand dollars? I know my that's da- price yeah, gouging. We talked about this. It's it's insane what they try to charge you to. Keep yourself alive. I'm telling you, dude, yeah. there's a whole backstory on insulin you guys have to look into someday. The guy who created insulin, I think he sold it for a dollar. I'm I'm pretty he sure. He never had any intention of no, people making No, because it, it was something that was so needed in the world. And so to hear, yeah, when you hear about that, where that's gone, it's just wild. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, he's now Mark and Company. They're turning, the you know, there's an upfront 15%, mm-hmm. you know, markup. But I mean, yeah, they're hoping to have more, but I hope it's a successful yeah. experiment. It's a great, great idea. Great company. Yeah. Idea, so. Not that I want to have any pharmacies go out of business or whatever. I wish no. that they could. I wish that we could have passed that, you know, thing where the... You know, the pharmacy 
bill, you know, that whole, yeah. what they can charge. Regulation. Oh, yes, yeah. regulation. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, diamonds, okay, we get the 2,000% markup, but really, does something in the medical world need to be marked about 300,000%? Right. Yeah, uh, the EpiPens were another big one. <laughs> yes, that, they, that was another one. Yeah. So, anyway, that's just a little good news. $4.5 billion is what he's worth, and so he's oh. putting that to good use. Okay, there you go. All right, listen, we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. We got Brittany in for Julia today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, we're going to circle back to Prince Andrew for yes. the dirt alert. Okay. Prince Andrew formally denying allegations that he sexually abused Virginia Jufre, and he's demanding a jury trial in her civil lawsuit. This is all according to a legal filing today in the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of New York. So an 11-page filing is responding paragraph by paragraph, so they're going into detail to the allegations in Jeffrey's lawsuit. You know that, that this is just, like, this is just legal lip service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> Prince Andrew's attorneys repeatedly and flatly denied the abuse. So because right, that's what they, he told his mom he would do. Yes. He also denied that he was a close friend of Ghislaine Maxwell and denied that he became a frequent guest in Jeffrey Epstein's homes around the world. So other points, the attorneys write that the prince, quote, lacks sufficient information to admit or deny the allegations. So some things they're flat out denying. Some things they're kind of like, you know, but Prince Andrew admitting that he met Jeffrey Epstein in 1999. Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell attended his 40th birthday party in the year 2000. And yes, that Andrew was photographed with Jeffrey Epstein in Central Park and stayed at his mansion in 2010. So they're admitting the one time. Right. And after Epstein. Epstein was convicted. Thank you, and went to jail. Right. <laughs> right. So he's got so many holes in his story. There's no way he wants us to go to trial. This is just legal lip service. So he can go back to mummy and say, look, I really am innocent. Yeah, you know, uh, Prince Andrew would be sweating this, but we all learned in that BBC interview that he does. Which I don't even believe him. (laughs) I didn't even believe him when he described that he had such a burst of adrenaline because he was in the Falkland war that he, you know, burned out his sweat glands. I don't even believe that story. I just don't. Oh, really? I don't. That's what he said. It was a burst of adrenaline. It, it burned out his adrenal glands. I'm like, what the hell? But what he said, are you talking about? He said so about? many cuckoo for Cocoa Puff things in that interview. Yeah. I'm like, why wouldn't there be more soldiers than that have burned out sweat glands? Because under war. Burned out sweat glands. That alone. What is that? What is that? It's a burst of adrenaline. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. The less you forget, Brittany, a burst of adrenaline. Now, did you guys talk about Prince Andrew's teddy bear collection? Oh, God, no. No. (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> so, Tell us more. Oh, so, you know, why not? Salacious gossip, that's what we're here for, right? So right. Uh, this story was from earlier in the week or late last week uh, that Prince Andrew allegedly supposedly loves his collection of 72 teddy bears and insisted that they were arranged on his bed in a precise order every day. This according uh, to a former servant at Buckingham Palace. She told the son, as soon as I got the job, I was told about the teddies yeah. and it was drilled into me how he wanted them. That's she right. had a whole day of training on how to sort these teddy bears. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And stuffed animals on his bed. This explains so much it's, because yeah. <laughs> because Prince Andrew, you know, you get to a certain age, Holly, and I hate to say that you love your childhood teddy bears in a whole new way, but you discover, oh, oh if it just fits right there. Oh, no, it's stop. a support. No, it's true. No, you guys, stop. No, I'm sorry. I'm being, just being truthful about what happens with childhood teddy bears sometimes. Oh. Well, there was one teddy to the left. He had a, a stuffed two stuffed hippos on his oh. bed. Oh, yeah. He had three pillows that said Daddy, Ducks, and Prince. Oh, yeah. No, no. No, oh. no. Uh, <laughs> I wish there was a camera in here right now because I'm, I'm very thankful there isn't. We would be in I'm HR very quickly. Oh, good Lord. That is just <laughs> creepy. He thinks that's a good story to come out. They can't PR their way out of no, this. No. Oh, that just is a creeper. Oh, well, you know, and <laughs> they thought it was going to make him seem human, but now we all know. We're like, okay, this explains so much exactly. of this weirdo. Exactly. Exactly. Well, yeah. and this, uh, he also apparently, according to the son, slept with these teddy bears in the bed while he was still married to Fergie. Oh, Sarah doesn't Ferguson. surprise me at all. Yeah. I mean, you know, bolsters. They can be used as bolsters. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm just saying, if the bears are big enough. Oh, yes. no. Poor Teddy. You know poor what I mean? Teddy. Poor Teddy. These are not just some little tiny. These are like some big things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bolsters. Well, and yeah, apparently one of the maids even said that Prince Andrew made them play hide and seek with his teddies. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Yep. See, He's... all of this. Saddle, Andrew, I guess you're doing this right now, but run. run. Just, and this is according to uh, <laughs> Janet McGowan, mm-hmm. who worked at Buckingham Palace from 1999 mm-hmm. to 2000 and remembers the game that Andrew would play when he was 39 years old. 39. Oh, good Lord. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. She yeah. said it was a little game he would play with his maid. Mm-hmm. She would hide one of the teddy bears somewhere unexpected, like the bathroom cabinet. And when he oh. came back to the palace, he would try to find it. Have you been a bad bear? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Yep. Yep. That's Prince yep. Andrew for you. No. Yeah. We in await. a nutshell. In a nutshell. We yeah. basically... Oh, no, he wants to be in a nutshell, you guys. Yeah, yeah. No, this is dream. Yeah, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, now, Virginia Giuffre's attorney says they are looking forward to the trial. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> it's never going to happen. 
Oh. There's no way in hell he's doing this. This is all just for looks and show. Oh, my goodness. Hey, let's move on to a new celebrity relationship concerning Brad Pitt. Mm. He is linked to Swedish singer Leaky Lee, who apparently lives near Brad Pitt's home and okay. that they're secretly dating. All right. So, so her, somebody is making this story up, and I really appreciate the effort. <laughs> so, uh, this is the son. That's who's making it up oh, now. Oh, then for sure. Yeah. Well, and then speculation was amplified by the Instagram Dumois, which claimed oh. that Brad Pitt and Leaky Lee were just friends and that Brad and Leaky have been able to fly under the radar so easily because they're neighbors. So, it's worked out perfectly for Brad to have somebody likes living so close so he can be under the radar, says the source. Listen, if Brad Pitt had a girlfriend for real, he'd be letting us know, even though he did disastrously roll out that uh, oh, yeah that that babe who was married in an open relationship with a child. That backfired terribly. That's the one where they went to the chateau? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, that that was, was such a misfire. Yeah, that was so fabulously delicious. Yeah, and you know, to your point, if Brad Pitt was in a relationship, he would be rolling it out for sure. Through sources, in tabloids, yeah. and pictures, not yep. just the sun, which is kind of, you know, the the bottom of legitimate celebrity tabloids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Tristan Thompson is out and about spotted with a mystery girl on his lap. So he's just moving on with life. Well, hanging out. I think he was moving on while he had a girlfriend. So that was like calling, you know, having his cake and eating it too. It's uh, what he does. Yeah, he was hanging out at a bar in Milwaukee last week with a female companion, a oh. mystery brunette. Do you think Chloe will be done with NBA dudes now? Like, will is she? Has she finally <laughs> learned her lesson that she's just, you know, that's uh, nah, probably not. Probably not. No. All right. <laughs> Latin for punishment. Yeah. Glutton for punishment. <laughs> oh, as we were in this segment. That's right. I know. <laughs> I'll never so. be able to go home. I, I mean, I at least hope he uh, turned the duckbill platypus's face around. <laughs> right? Don't make the others watch either. No. Thanks, Holly. Oh, uh, yeah? Right. Yeah? Give us the teddy bear traffic. I was going to say, Brittany, this puts your Santa bear collection into perspective. Oh, don't even. <laughs> don't even, you monster. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Let's take a look at your My Talk traffic brought to you by the... My Talkers, it's Wednesday, so it's time for a little vintage scandal. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Today's vintage scandal, I have to thank uh, the New York Post for putting together this story that uh, interested... It really interested me because I didn't watch it, although Julia gave her review. She liked it. The Gilded Age on HBO debuted on on Sunday night, mm-hmm. and um, Roger Friedman uh, called it clunky. He said Ew. he said it looks like Downton Abbey translated into American, and he says it's because the Gilded Age was planned for NBC. Okay, so it was. It's not. So it has network production oh. values and not a lot of artistic endeavor, and um, that that the, there's something. Everyone has strange eyebrows, and um, Carrie Coons is in the wrong show. It's the poor man's Downton Abbey, but it had four hundred sixty-three thousand people in it. And Julian Fellows, who gave us Downton Abbey, gave us the Downton Abbey movie, is the man. Behind the Gilded Age, but Roger Friedman doesn't like it. I've I've got it DVR'd. I'm going to watch it. Julia loved it. All right. So who knows? But so the Gilded Age is, just so you know, is the time period. It's like the late 1880s. Okay. So like maybe 1880s, you know, to 
1920. All right, all right. 15, something like right that. Right before that's, the Roaring Twenties, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what is considered. Titanic, that was, okay. Yeah, the Gilded Age, uh, that one Michelle Pfeiffer movie, The Age of Innocence, yep. you know. Okay, so it's that period of time. So anyway, and it, it got about um, almost 500,000 viewers, but of course he would have a built-in audience because he created Downton Abbey. right. That was and now, where is it based? It's in New York City. Oh, okay. So we're talking it's, like World's Fair kind of feel, but World's World's Fair was Chicago. Chicago, yeah. yeah. So it's it it chronicles the lifestyles of the rich and famous in Manhattan during that late eighteen hundreds, with just ostentatious displays uh-huh. of wealth and ridiculous party and all kinds of gossip and all kinds of scandal and um it highlights like the rivalries and prejudices among new york city society like the social climbers were desperate to get up because there were people who were old money people who their relatives came over on the mayflower or whatever and then the newcomer money okay so uh-huh. Some of the wildest stories of the real Gilded Age. So, to this day, the creations of, he's considered the Gilded Age architect of New York City, Stanford White. A lot of amazing, beautiful buildings in New York City that are, you know, you're like, oh, obviously this this almost looks like it's Paris. It's 18A. He was the architect, okay? So... He did um, the Washington Square Arch, the Players Club, all kinds of buildings if you were to Google his name. so, But it was his murder in 1906 that rocked the city of New York City. He had attended the premiere of this musical called Mademoiselle Champagne at the second Madison Square Garden, which he also designed. But the show, Mademoiselle Champagne, was a complete flop. And theater goers left early, and among them was this dude named Harry Kendall Thaw, a 35-year-old heir to the Pennsylvania Railroad fortune. All right, Harry. Okay, and his 21-year-old wife, Evelyn. Mm, Evelyn. So people are leaving Mademoiselle Champagne. They're like, this is garbage, we're out. Okay, and poor old uh, uh, Stanley, or uh, yeah, Stanley... um, uh, or Stanford get, gets shot in the face oh. by this railroad guy through this 35-year-old. Shoots him right in the face, fell to the floor. The crowd Over the it, play? No, the crowd thought it was part of the play. Uh-huh. And But he was shot dead, and he said, I did it. He confessed as he was led away because he that man ruined my wife. And five years earlier, his wife, Evelyn, was a 16-year-old Model and chorus girl. Uh oh. The year is like 1902 or whatever it is, or one. Women are flocking to the city for jobs that, with a less accountability. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And um, he, she told him, her husband, the railroad heir. Yeah. She later said, you know, she made up the whole story, but she said that <gasps> he, that Stanford, had taken her innocence. And that he had a, you know, he seduced her with champagne and um, a red velvet swing and and a light-up mirrored canopy above the bed. Lots and lots of descriptions. And she even later at the test at the trial testified that she drank champagne, blacked out, woke up naked with him next to her, 
and then said, you know, and there was blood on the sheets, so he must have drugged and raped me. But she kept, you know, seeing him, and then she met the railroad heir who had way more money than the architect guy. Yeah. And he wants to know maybe why she's not a virgin or whatever, so she tells him this. He shoots the guy and kills him. Oh, um. I know. Wow. And and then Stanford was able to blackball the railroad air guy from the exclusive Knickerbocker Club, which he designed. So he had like yeah, like a list of like vetoed people. Yeah, and she when she confided in him, he was enraged, and he hired eight detectives to follow Stanford. And why? Who knows? And after the murder, he was. Sentenced to an institution for the criminally insane. Some historians have speculated that his wife's testimony about the rape was coerced by her husband's lawyer. And in her memoir that she wrote years later, Prodigal Days, she wrote, he didn't drug her. She had too much champagne and simply fell asleep. And before she died in 1967, and she did have a successful career in the silent films. She summed up her part in this huge trial. I rocked civilization. Oh, my oh, God. Gee, right? The shooting in the face in front of everybody. I Everyone thinks it's part of the play. Yeah. And people thought it was part of the play. Wow. And um, another kind of scandalous story was this guy named... Samuel Ward McAllister, and he's considered the original snob of the Gilded Age because he was wealthy by marriage, but he kept a list called, and I feel like Sony Morgan references it, the 400. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, that list of New Yorkers, yes. where of all the people that matter in the social scene, there's only 400 in New York City. So this guy started this way back when, and he married into money, and he's played by Nathan Lane if you're watching The Gilded Age. He's, his story is in this series. They also call them the families. Like, that's what uh, Sonia calls them often, too. The 400 yes, of the families. The 400 families. So it was the number of people who felt at ease in the ballrooms of high society. Anybody beyond that, if you didn't make that lift, you were riffraff. You're nobody. You're nobody. Get out of here. And um, and uh, he was a, just an absolute elitist. And he always, you know, he only wanted people who came on the Mayflower who were, you know, weren't from new money. Yeah. Or weren't from some tacky lumber or whatever. Anyway, he um, told a journalist that a million dollars. Now, remember, this is in 18, like, Eighty, whatever it is, uh-huh. eighty-five. That a million dollars was respectable poverty. Now imagine what a million would have been <laughs> oh, back, back then. then. Wow! Yeah. And he was known to take cash for getting wannabes new money to fancy parties, sometimes for as much as two hundred fifty thousand dollars in today's money. But like Truman Capote did, eighty-five years later, McAllister wrote a book that burned the very people who embraced him. It was a tell-all that laid out all the dirty laundry of the 400, and he just used initials like Mr. S.V. or Mrs. V. so everybody knew who did it. Yeah, you wouldn't have to search far. And so when he died five years after that book, McAllister had fallen from grace to the point that hardly anyone showed up 
to his funeral, including his dear, dear friend, Mrs. Astor. Wow. So she had a dinner party that night. Yeah. So he's played by Nathan Lane. declined. In the Gilded Age. So that's, uh, yeah. That makes me actually want to watch the Gilded Age. I know. Right? Like yeah, your, does, your story yes. was really good. Yeah. So, all right. There we go. That's our Thank vintage. Thank you. Very good. We'll be right back. I just love that new Dolly song. Her voice is so good, you guys. So good. Big dreams and faded jeans. Busting at them scenes. so, so good. And, uh, Holly posted today, uh, Dolly, somebody in Duncan Hines' uh, marketing department deserves a raise because they reached out to Dolly Parton and uh, wanted to come up with a collaboration. And I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She's launched her own line of cake mixes and frostings with Duncan Hines and we got you guys this is a limited number I'm worried oh. I'm not going to be able to get my uh, Duncan because Dolly likes the kind of I know she likes what we like banana pudding cake I love and coconut pudding cake yeah. complete mm. with frosting or plain however you like however you like it but it's so she posted it and those we if just, I can get my hands on this, please. Buy I don't have a, school on Friday. Okay. I'll make it. Yeah, but oh. we'll see if I can get my hands on it. It hits the shelves today too. It's, I know. Yeah, and the box is so cute, and she's on the cover, With and I big just, old hair. Absolutely, I really do love banana cake, and you Me don't too. see that very often. I know, and I, I love coconut and banana. That's like yeah. my favorite. Yeah. I love those so two. That's posted for your pleasure. Also, you know, Mary J. Blige will be performing at the Super Bowl. She's mm-hmm. one of the. Uh, lineups and she covers the latest issue of L magazine um and she looks so great and you know she got really she had a longtime husband manager who really did her wrong mm-hmm. and the interview is like it just first of all I just I love her but um you know and she's I love how she's branched out into acting and you know, she's just been so good, but like she really talks honestly about, you know, she was with this man who, you know, emotional abuse is harder to know. It. Yeah. I, you, the, I, I love you. I hate you. I love you. I hate the you. Gaslighting, you. The gaslighting. The gaslighting. The love bombing. Pre- yeah. You don't feel pretty. Also, it's, yeah, it's harder to find. It's harder to detect. It's, um, I feel like you don't really. I, most people I know have been in those situations. They've um, never experienced it before. Their 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 and, dad wasn't like that. Their dad wasn't. No, they, and, they didn't have it, so it's easy. And you don't realize it, it until, but maybe even years later when yeah. you walk away. And yeah. also, sometimes it's hard to recognize it when it's happening to you. Um, and it's something that's easier to recognize in somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So she just this cover. I mean, she's in a. I love her hair. She's in like this corset dress. She just looks like a million. Which what bucks. what is the? And she it's the February issue of Elle, and okay. she just was beaten down mentally um, by her husband. Um, and she talked about when she shot that movie Mudbound, which was such a great movie. 
Um, she said, I was at the point of no real confidence. I really had to just start talking to myself. So I just think people are going to really enjoy the interview. And, oh, my gosh, she looks glorious on this cover. Hail Mary is what the cover says. Anyway, it's just it's really, really, really quite good. And then um, you talked about it earlier, uh, the Kim Kardashian deleting her <laughs> over-photoshopped leg um, replacing it with a new photo, you know, I, I think I she's such a strange figure to me. Yeah, it's so bottom heavy, mm-hmm. and it's so tiny in the middle, and it's so thick on the. It, it, there's nothing realistic about her figure. That's, yeah, that's funny you say that because when I saw the reposted one, I go, well, I, I mean, obviously she photoshops every one of them, but I'm like, it still looks photoshopped. It doesn't look real to me because like I, no bodies are really, really like, like that. that exactly so that's you know i had a hard time telling which one besides the leg that was bent like a hockey right. like a hockey blade i couldn't tell whether it was real or not because Ooh. it's so fake just recently chloe posted one where her hand looked bigger than her head i remember that. she's also the queen of photoshop do you think that there are people like the, the people get the get fired after a photoshop fail like that oh yeah because they're not doing it they're sending that off to a second person you think so and it breaks my heart, too, because, you know, you can't not have that stuff impact you. Even you and I, as, as adults or whatever, you see it you see it enough and you go, oh, should I, I be working on this? I knew how to filter. I just tweeted a photo of me in the sun. And I'm like, oh, why didn't I, like, do something to that? I just tweeted it out, ah, not to all. Like, <laughs> you know? Good but I, you. <laughs> it, if you have, I mean, yeah, I think that... I think that we should really just, I'm fine if you Photoshop your photos, it makes you feel better. But I think there should be a rule. Every month you have to do one just real photo. Yeah. Just to give people, especially younger people, Mm -hmm. I think about the idea of young girls seeing this and like the unobtainability that it is. And I know that's so obvious, but even as me, I I see it and I go, oh, should I get a waist trainer? Is that what they're doing? Like, is that the thing? And it's like, no, it's not. It'll never get happen, Brittany. I will never have a big butt. Oh, I want one. Yeah. Or, the tiny, tiny, no. tiny, tiny, tiny waist. hourglass look. Let's like get rid of a rib. Yeah, soon. because that's all whatever. Anyway, but that's that's we've got all of that lovely stuff posted. And we, you know, through Queen Elizabeth, um, we, we didn't know that this news was gonna break about Andrew, but she's just out and about uh, driving around Sandringham and she's staying at her husband's beloved wood farm cottage on that um on what would have been you know it's a sentimental time and place Uh for her it's also you know she's driving no she's not driving she's a passenger but i love how she always got as her scarf on yeah you know yeah you taught you taught me scarf life oh yeah yeah even how to fold it oh yes (laughs) yeah absolutely it's an art it, it is. is. It I'm is. telling you, I went and bought many scarves ever since I we had a talk. I oh. would complete. She had a convertible and she no didn't scarf. have scarves. No scarves. It was embarrassing. Oh, my God. At first, first, it's not a stick shift. That was mortifying to her. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> and right. then when I didn't have a scarf, I thought she was going to literally drop kick me. Like, get uh. out of the studio. Mortifying. <laughs> red well, you flags. get rat's nest. Yeah, totally. I'd yeah. show up and I'd be like just a big old ball of hair. <laughs> yeah, that's why I like motorcycle chicks, you know, you always have a scarf or a bandana or yeah. you got something going on because that wind will whip your hair or your helmet will mat it down. But I mean, we can just take all a page from Grace Kelly and to catch a thief. And, yes. I know. My you mom know. should have taken that note. My dad got a convertible 
years ago. Yeah. And he always still to this day complains, well, I never got to drive it because your mom never let me put the top down. Because you <laughs> have to have a scarf. scarf. You have to wear a scarf and you have to wear it and then ra- double wrap it around your neck and then it holds your hair down and then big, beautiful glasses and sunglasses. Fabulous. Right? I know. And you know and what? it's such a fun car to flirt in a convertible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not a great flirt, so I usually just shout out, hey, hey, hey look at my scarf head. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck bowling tonight. That's tonight, right? Uh, you know what? I'm not on the schedule tonight. Oh, oh. Take I got an open night. I'll probably watch some Ozark. Or Yellow Jackets. Or I got to watch Yellow you Jackets. I still haven't watched that. You will not be disappointed. All right. You guys have a great night. Bye. See you tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.